Hello, I'm Alice Arnold. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be delving into the life of Kerry Ellis. Well, welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. I've got theatre royalty oh. sitting opposite <laughs> me. I have. It is the one and only Kerry Ellis. Now, we start our interviews, Kerry, always yes. with a cupcake, but today is a little bit different. I've got a different <laughs> cake for you. I've got one for my producer, Sarah, as well, and one for myself. So sometimes there's like a choice and you have to pick the cupcakes and Sarah and I look in disappointment as the guest <laughs> takes the ones we really want. But today we've got Portuguese custard. We're all pleased about that, aren't we? I had no idea I was going to get cake. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Always, it's a, it's a, a little bonus <gasps> of coming on the, the Mellow Magic Musicals and this... blah, blah. The Magic Musicals. This is podcast. lovely. Cake. You can have it now or you can save it. I will take it after. Do you want to take it after? If that's okay. Yeah. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. Oh, I'm so but I like them too. I'm looking forward to mine, which will come, which will come in a bit. So there we go. We've got the cake Yay! moment over. I'm sold. Now, I, I, shall I just list? We could be here all night, oh. the things that you've done. You've done everything. You've, you've done Alphabet, of course, yep. in Wicked and, and on Broadway, yeah, uh, as well as the West End, and <laughs> Nancy and Oliver, Liza, My Fair Lady, Helen and Miss Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots. lots, and lots. Um, and you've also, and you just mentioned this to me before we started recording, you've done a lot of collaborations with Brian May. Have? Tell me about the whole Brian May thing. So Brian and I actually met, um, he actually came to see My Fair Lady, which was my first West End show, and uh, they were auditioning for We Will Rock You at the time, and he saw me in the show and basically asked me to go and audition for We Will Rock You, which I did, and then we met, and then alongside my theatre career, I've had a career uh, developing music with Brian and touring and we've done about three or four albums. We've been on four or five tours. We're, you know, performed all over the world and, yeah, so it's kind of... And it's that completely different sort of music than musical theatre because I think, well, he saw you in, in My Fair Lady and know, asked you to mental. audition for We Will Rock You and I'm thinking that, that's, that's quite a sense. leap. <laughs> There in style, yeah. I would imagine. It almost doesn't but make sense. No, but is it very? Is it? Are you a bit of? A, you're a rock chick. Yeah, I mean, I like to think so, and I, and I think obviously Brian saw that element in me all those years ago. Um, I, I mean, it wasn't until we were doing cast albums, and um, I was actually recording the the song that I sang in the show, which was "No One But You." Um, they went off to record it in. Spain, I think it was, for um, a famous Spanish singer who um, uh, sang it and they had this big, huge uh, orchestra which they recorded the track and he brought the track back and I sang on this track and it was kind of the first time we'd been in the studio together and it was then that he kind of suggested that we did a little bit more of kind of sussing out what I might sing, you know, if I was to do my own album and it took seven years <laughs> but it did happen um, and we did my first album which was... Uh, anthems but it did take a long time for us to kind of feel out what my style was what we were going to do and um, it it took a few years but we've been working together ever since really yeah it's and I guess big... he's older and wiser and did he sort of guide you <laughs> into where you know bring out things in you that you didn't know that that you had in yeah you, I think initially definitely he did you know and that's where this rock chick I think came from um I had this 
instinct in me, I think, but um, he definitely developed it in the music. And what's interesting from our first album of anthems and when where we are now, and we've just released um, Golden Days, uh, however many years that was, between we've really developed because we've actually gone out on tour together and, and um, performed together. And, and obviously I've got older and I was sort of like early 20s when we met. And... Um, which is only a few years ago, I know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Just last week. <laughs> but yeah, we've I've grown as a person, I've grown as an artist, and, and he's kind of been very um, respectful of that and, and how we have performed and worked together has changed and, uh, and it still is changing. And it, we kind of go off and do our own thing. I go and do a few shows now and again. He goes off and tours with Queen and yeah. writes books and does his uh, animal charity stuff. And, and then we kind of come back together and... and, and tour and make albums yeah. so it's great it's really nice to hear <laughs> that's a, just such an un, unusual relationship on paper and it's it just really it's, it just sounds a lovely relationship of sort of you know um, cooperation and collaboration <laughs> between the two of you but is it back to the beginning oh you were you're a suffolk girl i am yes 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 and then you went to lane theater art so all this it was kind of mapped out for you was it was it this future in musical theater <sighs> oh, it sounds no. like it sort of was I don't know. I mean, I, I think as a, as a kid, I knew that I wanted to be on stage and sing and I wanted to do everything musical. Um, I wanted to act, I wanted to sing, I wanted to dance. And it wasn't, I didn't have a clear view of what I wanted to do. But back then I was from a very small village. I went to a local dance school and my dance teacher went to Lane Theatre Arts. So it was kind of a, a, a way we knew or, or, a, or an opportunity I auditioned for Lane, I got in, um, did three years training and then theatre was kind of the natural progression because back then there was probably five or six big theatre colleges and that's what they produced, they produced musical theatre or dance um, um, artists and, and it was kind of what happened whereas now there's 50 colleges that you can be very specific, you can be in a songwriting college, you can be in a dance college, in an acting college, it's all very specific so back then I was kind of just jumping in and seeing what happened and then music, I got into a musical and it, it just all t took off really. Well the big break as far as I could see was when you were Martine McCutcheon's understudy in, in My Fair Lady and you weren't her first understudy. No. We love an understudy story <laughs> here on Mellow Magic, can I just say, we do. We love an understudy story because we've done Rhea Jones and oh, her understudy I love story. Rhea Jones. See? Um, and uh, so your understudy, because at least Rhea was first cover. She was. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you she weren't was. even first. You were you were second reserve here. I was came off from the bench. How how did that feel when you were you properly rehearsed in? It's my first question. Not at all. No. So uh, uh, when we opened the show at the National, um, the show always was going to do three months at the National and then do a transfer to Drury Lane. And apparently at the National, you don't even really have first or second covers as such. Um, we were kind of put in place for the transfer. I don't know why that is. But um, uh, so Alex, uh, Alexandra J, um, I had to remember then, it was so long ago, <laughs> was the first understudy and um, Martine got sick in kind of rehearsals um, and she went off in the previews and Alex went on. So, I mean, I was around the rehearsals anyway, so I kind of was taking in what was going on. And when you're younger, you kind of, you're a little bit more... Um, 
I don't know, you're just not daunted by it. I think now I'd absolutely be horrified, whereas then I was just... Taking... Oh, it makes me panic just even thinking Think, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, it does <laughs> really me now, but honest. then I think I was just so excited by it and I got the call. This was still in... Um, the show had just opened and uh, Martine was sick. Alex had gone off because she, she was very young as well. She was, I think she was 19 at the time, so to be put all of that pressure on her, she got sick. And I think I got a call that morning... Um, and the resident director said, right, you're, you're going to be on this evening. And, <laughs> and I think I had about four hours. I hadn't rehearsed anything. I hadn't been on the set. Um, you well, knew it, luckily. I knew it. Even though it was quite early in the run, because, yeah. I mean, there was a chance you might not have known it all. Yeah, but, but I think when you're... I, I think you see... Or I used to see that that was my job. And, and, and regardless if anybody's taught you anything, your job is to be able to go on. And regardless of... You might not have the exact information, but... That's the job to be ready to go. And I I knew everything by watching. And I just remember being put in a studio with the resident direction, um, Sean Kerrison. And we literally, the two of us, did the whole show in this tiny little room in about three or four hours. And then literally I was on that night. I did a few technical things and I was thrown on that night. And it, I still don't remember it. <laughs> it was mental. Well, I mean, it's things, like, it's things like costume changes and exits and entrances and all that stuff, isn't it? You know, yeah. you probably knew the big songs, but it's, yeah. it's well, hang on, where, where, where's my dress? Everything what am I wearing else. on this scene? What, you know, it's all that stuff, which, which you know, rehearsals are, are about yeah. doing that and all the previews and yeah. the costume change that takes, you know, 15 minutes the first yeah. night takes 10 seconds <laughs> yeah. a month later. You know. I mean, I think those big shows like that are like... It's a little bit like Superman running into the phone box. You literally run off and there's like about five people that just, they change you. And it's mm. like you don't even realise it happens. And I remember it vividly on, on My Fair Lady that there was a there's a tiny little shoebox of a corridor. Um, and I remember literally running off and it was almost like being transformed and I don't remember it happening. I kind of moved moved an arm and moved a leg <laughs> and, and that was it and I was done and a wig change and thrown back Pushed on. Pushed back on again. And it's... That's kind of how it happens. Um, so, yeah, I was very fortunate to work with some amazing people. Uh, I, opposite people like Jonathan Price, who was so gracious and and so... Um, he, he was so helpful and guided me so well. I'm be forever grateful for his knowledge and his, his support so early Oh, that's on. nice, because I sometimes wonder when when understudies go on if, if, if sometimes the rest of the cast are all... <laughs> almost waiting for them to trip up. And it's really nice to hear if they're not, if yeah. they're really genuinely being supportive. Because there is judgment there, I think, from the other... Car- you know, oh, is she as good as, you know, how is she going to cope with this? Yeah, And so. it's nice to hear, you know, true well, it's support. It's interesting being on the other side now, because if obviously a cover goes on opposite me, I'm because I've been there and I've gone through that, that situation and, and that pressure and that drama, I do see it from a different side and I have total you know, empathy and support and, and mm. all of those things for that person going on. And for four actors, it is kind of nice because it makes a bit of a change. We do eight shows a week. It can, you're, you're doing the same thing eight times a week. So to have a bit of something different mm. is is welcomed. And I know one of your, your heroines is Ruthie Henschel. Oh, I love Our her. Our very own Ruthie because she, she's, she's here on, on Men and Magic <laughs> and, and we all love Ruthie. Oh, she's brilliant. Um, so are you still in touch with Ruthie? Do you see yeah. her? Yeah, well, uh, Ruthie was a bit of one of my icons from college because she was a, a Lanes girl, um, went to the same college. And I remember listening to Ruthie and singing along to Ruthie's uh, cast albums that she was on. And then I did meet her... Years and years ago, we did, um, I think, a concert together. 
And I think I fangirled over her. I kind of just, <laughs> oh my God, you're amazing. And this, that, and the other. And then recent, more recently, in recent years, we've done concerts and bits and pieces together. And I just adore her. She's just fantastic. Well, she's lovely and generous and kind. And we adore she her is. as well. Yay, uh, we love Ruth. Now, <laughs> you're, because you're one of the top, performance in the West End that opens obviously other doors for you and I was doing a little bit of research and I just wanted <laughs> you to tell me about flying with the red arrows oh casually yes yes I know yes, as, you, as you do <laughs> as you do how did that happen? yeah so um so I was talking about my first album with Brian which was Anthems and we toured we toured that album um and we ended up doing I don't quite know how it happened, but we ended up doing a show um, at RAF Cranwell, and a bit, it was like a big open air concert, and it raised some money. It was it was a charity event. Um, uh, it was kind of in their grounds as such. So um, we got invited up for the day, and we went to go and look around the grounds and spent the day with the officers and had dinner, and it was very lovely, and we were really looked after. It was wonderful, and then as I think as a thank you for doing for doing <laughs> for doing the concert for them, they offered us a, a, a go in the Red Arrows, and it was just the most mental thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, it was were, un- you, were you sick? I was sick. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I was sick, but apparently most people are sick mm. uh, due to like the the G force and the pressure, and and you're pumped full of oxygen. And I remember having to. It's so gross having to take off my mask oh, and you know yeah. get the sick bag out and. Um, yeah, that was a, a fine moment. and um, But it was the most incredible experience. I got to kind of fly the plane and it was mental. And Brian was in the other one opposite me. And we, it was just... Did something. you wave at each other? Yeah, go, basically. We've got, we we've got pictures of it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that sounds incredible. Now, of course, the reason we've, we've got you in really yes. is to talk about your new musical, yes. Heaven and Earth. Mm. Now, this is... Now, we've had Hugh Maynard. He's already been in I to talk talked. about... But he talked, <laughs> this was some time ago, you see, and he didn't really know very much about it. Yeah. I'm hoping you're going to know more <laughs> I hope now so. than he knew. Because it was all a bit mythical. Of course, it is a bit mythical. Yes. Because it's about Adam and Eve. It is. And the myth of Adam and Eve. Yes. Um, but so... You tell me a little bit more about you're playing. I'm guessing Eve. I am playing yeah. Eve. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, we're we're in the thick of rehearsals at the moment. Oh, um, good. So you do know a bit more. about I know it a little then. bit more. Yes. Yeah. We, and uh, first of all, we're having a, a great time. Um, our director, uh, Raki Flues, is just brilliant. She's she's so um, she's a joy to be around. She runs an amazing rehearsal room. She's so inspiring. She's inspiring us all to jump around and be crazy. Um, uh, Sarah Jeffs, who's written the piece, again, is is somebody that I don't think has ever written a musical before. Um, it's a brand new thing for her. Um, and is she, it all sung? Or are it's is there pretty much sung through. Okay. And it is a little bit like Les Mis meets Cirque du Soleil meets Jesus Christ Superstar meets Children of Eden meets uh, Batman meets um, Game of Thrones. It's got all this <laughs> stuff in it. And I think... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but I think it can, because we also don't know what it is yet because it is a new show. It's going to be in arenas, um, so it's huge. Yes, so how do you rehearse for an arena? <laughs> are you in a very, very big rehearsal We room? are, with this kind of <laughs> scaffolding set. So they, obviously we haven't got the whole set in there because it, it can't fit and it's not built yet. And we're kind of running around jumping on scaffolding at the moment, which is great fun. Um, and I think it's just going to be a real... Uh, 
visionary, spectacular. Um, they, there's like a lot of new sound design on it, which is is mental. And they keep trying to explain it to me, and where you can hear all different things all around this around the uh, stadium. But it it's very magical. And is there and a cast of thousands? It. There's a cast oh. of thirty two. Okay. Um, there, the orchestrations are um, are arranged for ninety two piece orchestras. <laughs> So um, that's going to be crazy. Wow. I think we're going to have choirs join us. Um, Russell Watson is obviously yes. performing, and uh, and yeah, it's it's funny because I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. I know that there's a lot of magic. I know there's a lot of like things there's that people won't it. have seen before, tricks and yeah, yeah, and yeah. effects. People disappearing and people and things. It's, See, when you say that you've been leaping around. In my mind, Eve <laughs> is not a leaper. Well, Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she, just, she is in this show. She is in this. Okay. <laughs> Leaping fully clothed. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this, well, yeah. So mm. this is, um, I don't know how much I can say about this, but we, I've just had a costume fitting actually this morning. I'm glad there is a costume. There is a costume, definitely. I've had two children. I mean, it's, yeah, not, right. it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. But no, it's, it's, it's going to be... I want to say that I want to say I don't know how much I'm allowed to say. Um, Come on, tell us. It's a, it's a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story, and I think it will take people on a journey. The music's fantastic, and I think it will be a great piece of escapism theatre for two hours or whatever it is. Yeah. It sounds like an amazing event. It's such a, it's, it's an a event. extraordinary idea and risky, but it is risky. And I, but what's been interesting for for me to I like new things. I like when people bring a new idea to me. It's interesting, and and I'm I'm always I always want to develop stuff and and put my stamp on something. So when I was bought this, um, I mean I didn't really grow up around um, religion and and the story of Adam and Eve. People n- kind of know it, but I didn't. I didn't know it in the depths that I know it now. So it was really interesting to me, this whole concept of something completely new. It's kind of a musical meets a concert, meets a, um, you know, a, a visual... Uh, I can't remember what Racky explained it as the other day and it was genius <laughs> and I should have remembered. Um, but I think it's just going to be... written it down so it, you could have I told know. me. <laughs> I think it's just going to be an experience. I think we're going to take people on a journey and, and it's people, I think, are going to come out going, Wow. And you open in Birmingham in we December, do. I think. We do, yeah. And then go to other enormous, enormous venues. Yeah, right? I think we've got about fourteen venues all over the country at the moment, and they're all for uh, for about three or four days each. So we do about yeah. four or five shows. And in you've each got to have a break between because obviously the sets. It presumably takes a while to it's set up in the next arena. It's massive. not like a bus and truck. Yeah, yeah. Theatre tour. It's much, much bigger than that. It's huge. So yeah going to be fun well I, I can't wait to hear about <laughs> it I mean you did mention now that you've got two li- two little boys I think I have, haven't you yeah. are they singing or dancing uh, boys? <laughs> kind of um so I've got Alfie who's nearly four and Freddie who's nearly two and they Lovely are names oh thank you they do um they do respond to music and they do they are active they're really boisterous boys and they're very um they're very active whether they're graceful and musical, I don't know. <laughs> bit early, bit early to know. Yeah, bit early to they're know. amazing. Okay, some general musical theatre questions. Oh dear. Yes. What role would you like to do most that you haven't done yet? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, there's tons of stuff um, I don't think I'm quite old enough to do yet. Um, things like Sunset Boulevard, Norma, mm-hmm. you know, Norma Desmond. Um, 
I saw Rhea do it at the Coliseum and she was just magical. Yeah, you see, I missed it because <gasps> she texted me and said, I'm on tonight. I wasn't in the country. Oh. Couldn't come when I got back. Bought my tickets for the Monday night. And they put Thingy back on again. Put Glenn back on. <laughs> How dare and she come I, back? I know, I know. I said, no, I've seen Glenn in it. I want to see Rhea. Yeah, she was yeah. fabulous. Yes, um, I heard. Oh, she's a, she's opening in it. Yeah, she is. I must go the, again, um, actually. For the Leicester curve, I must go it? again. Yeah. Um, and uh, things like Gypsy. Um, and then I guess more recent stuff. I saw, um, I was in New York uh, last week. And I saw Dear Evan Hansen. I mean, there's not really a role in it for me, but it's such an amazing show. Ben Platt was just genius, as were the rest of the company. Um, I could maybe play the mother, I think, at a push, possibly. Um, But Waitress, the musical I love, um, that would be something interesting because I love Sarah Bareilles, the music that's written by her. Mm. Um, But yeah, I like new things. It's it's, for me now, because I've done some really iconic... um, fabulous female roles I think just to play something new that I nice get to, to create discover, something yourself isn't like it this than, just, than go in yeah no, rather than take over yeah. from and above and you don't know what it's going to be create from the beginning which sounds sounds fantastic yeah, okay good. one song one oh. song you're allowed to sing it's like Desert Island Discs but oh, it isn't no just pick one um that I like to sing mm, that you want to sing so difficult. That's so difficult. Um, I guess, I guess the song that's very important to me is "No One But You" slash "Only the Good Die Young," which was is a, mm. wasn't initially a, a Queen song that Brian wrote, um, and it was the first song I sang in "We Will Rock You." So, I, and I've gone on to sing it all over the world with various orchestras, and uh, performed it with Brian. I've performed it obviously in the show, and I guess it's the one song that's. Um, that has so many meanings to me, so probably that. Yeah, well, that's a good pick. Yeah, because it's not just the song; it's everything that it's done for you and yeah. with you, and and, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, which is lovely. <laughs> well, lots and lots of luck. I don't Thank know when so we're much. getting to see you in this. I don't know if well, we do not we in do Birmingham. Come to I think, Wembley, but do you come to oh, Wem- well, Wembley? No, crazy. Oh, that little cozy, the, the, intimate, cash- the intimate venue of Wembley. Well, that's what's exciting about this. Is I've, I mean, I've done one um, arena tour before with uh, War of the Worlds, but. This is this is going everywhere and it's a huge venue, so it's going to be really exciting. Well, lots and lots of luck. Thank you very it. much, and uh, give our love to Hugh. I you will. See him. I will. Right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. That was the Musicals and Theatre podcast. And if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. 